0: Another episode of Go Mode Podcast. I'm Dante, and this is the spoiler log. We're deep into the main tournament group stage now, and I have to say it's pretty chaotic. There's a whole lot going on in a very short time span. It's really hard to keep track of everything. I've been looking for storylines to try and follow of you know people performing well, outperforming what they maybe expect. And I have to say, overall, it's very hard to track just so much. Everyone's so good in the community now. It's almost like nothing's unexpected anymore. But with a couple weeks left of group stage, I'm looking forward to potentially trying to do some commentary here and there and see how things shake out before we get into brackets. Coming up today, we've got Ak the Boker. Ak is a very, very colorful character in the community. If you've been around any given length, you've probably interacted with him or around him in some way, shape or form. And uh, I do want to say up front, you know, I know he can be a bit abrasive and I think that he's a great guy overall. Uh, I think his intentions are good. We talk about that a bit in this episode. I hope you'll stick with it. Hope you'll hang around, hear about some of this history and the lore around Randomizer and where we are today. So let's get right on into it. We'll lift that rock up and jump right in on today's episode of the spoiler log we have mr chaotic good himself ak the boker say hi ak hey how's it going sorry you didn't you didn't introduce yourself what's your name oh i'm i'm dante I, I mean i'm speaking before this a little bit in in post that like there'll be an intro oh but
1: <laughs> it's the video uh, magic there
0: but yeah you a said your name was dante
1: yeah, I'm Dante. I've actually met you before. I remember meeting you at uh, SGL. I remember you now.
0: Oh, yeah, you did. You definitely <laughs> did. Twice. And and also GDQ, the, the one time right before the world shut down forever.
1: Oh, yeah, you were that guy <laughs> that was holding the controller with
0: me. <laughs> okay, <could> I forget. <laughs> oh, man, we're going to have to get into that. Yeah, two players, one controller. That was that was something. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Oh, man. So first off, thanks for thanks for agreeing to do this. Uh, I know this, this may not be your exact cup of tea, but I, I do appreciate you coming on. Yeah, no problem. And yeah, you're right.
1: I am more of a coffee person. So <laughs>
0: <laughs> so um, we started these just kind of saying like, hey, uh, tell us your I think you've done this in the cheating episode that you were on way, way, way back. I think in like twenty eighteen. Um, but tell us how you got into randomizer uh, in, in general, I guess.
1: Um, yeah, man, sure. It's a, it's actually a very boring and not exciting story, but, um, perfect. A coworker of mine said, Hey, have you heard of a link to the past randomizer? And he tried telling me about it. And like, as he explained it, it literally made no sense to me. And I thought (laughs) it was like going to be really dumb. And then I was really bored at work and I was doing something like, man, I, they literally just had me standing around doing nothing. So I pulled it out on my phone and I guess they had uh, uploaded like that first tournament that they ever did. What was like 2017, 2018, whatever. Okay. And I started watching it and I think I watched every single match. I was hooked. And then so you it was, were all in. I, I mean, I just watched it. I mean, I was like, I was like, hey, they got trackers, they got commentators. Like this person picks up a fire rod, I see it on the, the corner of the screen. It was uh, mm. it was pretty wild, and then I was like, "Man, that would be really cool to do." So I started playing some seeds, and like I realized that maybe watching wasn't a good enough way to like learn where all the item locations were because I got bricked like every seed I played. <laughs> learning about you know these random chests, like uh, did you know there's a chest in like the swamp waterfall. Boy, I sure didn't, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and just stuff like that. And then yeah, I was like, "Man," and then I I, I saw some. Uh, tutorial about how to race on srl and i'm just reading all those steps getting irc i didn't know what any of that stuff meant you know learning how to stream getting all that and then i'm like man let's let's just give it a go and um i remember like i was on the discord i think races got started you just waited for someone to say like hey we're gonna start a race and then you would uh, join their srl room back on like uh, irc and i was in the mood ready to go i'm staring at srl like man when's the race gonna start when's the race gonna start i saw one pop up i immediately joined it and uh first thing i read it was uh from amazing and he said hey this is entrance shuffle uh by the way so just so everyone knows and i was like huh is this what i want to do
0: uh but i was so excited i just did it anyways <laughs> So your first race was some kind of entrance shuffle. I'm assuming that was like pre Cross Keys days, and it was just so just
1: entrance. It was pre everything days almost. Um, oh God! I mean, this was before there was even a way to like generate seeds. Uh, they kind of had to make them on their own, so to speak. Like they were still developing in the back end. Like there was there was nothing. I, I remember because uh, I did another one a little bit later and like that one was broke because there was a, a moon pearl in the dam in the dark world because, you know, Wait. it was brand new.
0: Yeah. Oh, the da- okay. So the dam was in the dark world. Okay. So yeah, it was yeah. cross world. No, no, it wasn't. It wasn't supposed to be. And that oh. was it. Yeah. <laughs>
1: and uh, not even a lot of people knew that you could like use the mirror to, you know, get into the other uh, dark world locations to uh, open a chest
0: yeah as far as like the super bunny stuff
1: yeah Dang, that's, a lot that's, of that tech was really a, new yeah
0: a throwback all, so, so this was was this 2017 i guess like you said you you were in the like you were watching the 2017 tournament so was this like later 2017 or that sounds about right probably 2017 2018 era i would say so you were like right before that i guess right before that andy christos race that's kind of interesting you so you mentioned you mentioned your coworker was the one who told you about it so like Did you ever race your coworker or does your coworker, did your coworker ever race?
1: He never played. No, he never did anything. I actually, I bought his Super Nintendo from him. My, that jank Super Nintendo I had that uh, was always busting up. I mean, that's its own story, (laughs) but I had some very interesting issues, but I mean, he's the one I bought it from, but he never raced at all. He just, he told me about it one day. And then like, that was literally the it. Then it was just me. In fact, I pretty much just ignored him uh, basically for five years
0: after that, because
1: I was playing rando the whole time. Perfect. Yeah. So,
0: so tell me, tell me more about the busted SNES. Like I, I, I know a little <laughs> bit about this, but I know uh, the majority of the listeners probably don't know about the busted SNES. And I think it's worth mentioning since you brought it up.
1: Oh, and these are some dark times. I was trying to put them behind me. And I guess when I say dark times too, I mean that uh, literally as well. Uh, um, <laughs> so I think it might be a version of just the super Nintendo's, Themselves, Some of them did not work very well with the randomizer code. Um, and it took very many years to figure out what the exact issue was. But um I would get uh, VRAM corruption uh, whenever I would enter a room or a like a, a room state that had a shop in it. But it was only like a, uh, I don't know, man, it was like a 10% chance or something like that. Mm hmm. So basically I would lose um, a lot of the pixels on my screen. They would become like really glitchy. Uh, My menu would be gone. I couldn't, if I wanted a menu to something, I would have to know where the items were. And, you know, this was also before quick swap existed too. So (laughs) I had to (laughs) learn all of that. And um, then there was also the off chance that uh, I'd say more of like a 1% chance that my game would just completely explode and die. And I would just have to start over.
0: All right. Uh, I think a lot of people have experienced a a game exploding and dying, uh, theoretically, at least once. Yeah, yeah, Uh, that 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 one's more common. Interesting, (laughs) interesting sounds. But yeah, I guess I've heard that, like, you know, with the like the FX pack, SD to SNES, whatever you want to call it. Mm -hmm. um, If if a SNES has like really old capacitors, that's that's kind of what can cause it to start messing up. But maybe maybe it was the code. Who knows? Uh, There's so much black magic behind the scenes, right?
1: Well, yeah, it was the code. Uh, you know, if you want a, uh, a nice little lore uh, history as well. So uh, Banta, being the nice soul that he was, he pieced it all together and figured out it was because of a, a weird, like, ah, man, you know what? I'm the worst person to explain this. But uh, there was like a loop or something <laughs> in the code that they would do whenever you would enter a shop. And it was something that they put in for, you know, maybe some features they were planning to have or something that it was. Right. But they put it in because if they didn't have it, it was going to make your game lag. So it was something they put in to make the game lag less, so to speak. And the amount of lag that we were actually talking about was like maybe like one sixtieth of a second. uh, Like for your entire playthrough.
0: So like a frame. Yeah. I mean, something like, yeah,
1: like a frame or like a half frame or something like that. But it was like, if you went into a shop, I don't know, maybe like 300 times, then maybe you would add like a second of lag to your game if you didn't have this fix. So he made a fix that just kind of removed that code. And then my game uh, didn't crash anymore. But as uh, an expense, my game was running um, maybe like one total frame slower than everyone else's over the course of a run.
0: Okay. Interesting.
1: Yeah, it was really interesting stuff. Yeah.
0: But that is like, so I guess that's been resolved as far as like on the rand, like on the rando side. Like if you generate a seed on the website now or, you know, Saha. Oh, yeah, it's
1: it's no longer an issue anymore. And like it was a very niche thing too. There was only like uh, two or three people that were playing on a Super Nintendo that had issues like me. But um, I don't think that it exists anymore. But I also don't play on that Super Nintendo anymore. So (laughs) (laughs) I'm actually unsure. But uh, no, I do believe that it got fixed and then it was just a. I remember there was a big those big arguments back and forth of whether or not the fix was worth it. And then we had to argue about whether or not it actually like, I don't know, we, we there was a big disparity in the the conversations. But uh, the one party thought that if they didn't have that code in that, the games would just be so laggy. It was unplayable. And then our side, maybe the side of like, I don't know, actual reality was like, it doesn't change anything. <laughs> so it was some fun stuff.
0: Yeah, back back in the the wild days. <laughs> there were um, uh, some, some wild days. <laughs> Things were a little different back then. So so speaking, like let's let's keep going down these old these olden days. Uh, okay. I feel like you know you're one of the rando grandpas uh, as far as in the community goes. I have the haircut to show it. That that is for sure. <laughs> so uh, let's see. Or in the early days um, when you were coming up in the community, who did who who were you like? Watching or trying to learn from, or were you just kind of all by yourself and learning through the fire and the flames, so to speak?
1: I watched uh, a lot of Forame. I watched a lot of Jim. I watched a lot of Probs, IRL. uh Man, I watched Ben, Christos, Andy. I mean, I watched all of them. I watch a ton of Rando. I still enjoy watching it to this day, just like chilling, watching a match. For some reason, it's very exciting to me still because. Even if, you know, maybe the game itself, it's not uh, necessarily as interesting, but like the nuances and like the decision making and watching players like through their individual perspective and just guessing where they're going to go next. Like, I still really enjoy that.
0: Yeah, it's definitely an appealing part of, of watching those like restreamed races for sure. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, I did all of that. And then... um yeah after doing like that that first entrance uh,
1: shuffle match, I kind of got addicted to the mode, so to speak, and it was not very popular back then. I mean I almost feel like it was kind of like hated <laughs> just because of you know how wildly different it was and I mean it was still growing and there was um yeah a lot of different things like cross keys wasn't the thing. all of the uh, like all of the, the the caves and stuff that were normally single entrances they didn't have the code in place to even like make those where they could be um connectors. So every, okay. uh, yeah, every cross key seed you were playing, like if you went into a cave that was normally a connector, like no matter which mode you were playing, you always knew it was going to be a c- connector and you always knew like all single entrances were going to be single entrances.
0: So, okay. it was a l- a so in other different. words, like, so that was like, maybe that's what simple is now. I don't know. They've changed so much, but I remember there was some kind of entrance I played in one of the mystery tournaments and it was guaranteed like the brother's house or whatever at race game. If you went in that, it was guaranteed to be a connector. So I feel like that, that might be what you're referencing.
1: Okay. Yeah. I guess, I mean, simple would definitely, yeah, I don't know how they could change that one. Um, yeah, yeah. I think, I think simple, it was like simple and full shuffle. I think those were the only, and then insanity,
0: but insanity was also very different too. Oh, so, so how was insanity different like in your experience back then versus now?
1: Well, a big difference was um, whenever you went into uh, Link's house, you got a moon pearl. And whenever you went to Sanctuary, you got a mirror. Those were just given as kind of oh. quality of life. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> uh, I can tell you that like if you went into the front of castle, you're going to exit out and end up on bumper, the top of bumper cave. And then whenever you went into bumper cave, you would exit out and end up on the floating island. But that was always a thing, and then you could kind of like rush all of the single entrances because you knew that those were like uh, maybe simple caves with items in them, and then you knew all the connectors would either be like dungeons or the other connectors.
0: That actually kind of sounds. That actually kind of sounds fun in a weird way. Like even now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I it, it was
1: kind of fun, and it. it It was kind of interesting too, because like, uh, you know what, maybe what uh, people don't like about the new insanity is you just end up getting like crapped out on death mountain all the time and no way out and you just save and quit. Right. Yeah. And any cave could do that to you. You have like no idea, but at least on this one, you like kind of knew which caves were going to end up like locking you out. So to speak, you knew, if you started like going on connector caves that, you know, there's uh, you were going down a rabbit hole and you didn't know where you were going to go after that.
0: (laughs) Kind of going down you, the players you mentioned, you know, we've seen a lot of Jim. We've seen a lot of Furem. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Um, Obviously, we most people know who Andy is, I think. And then Christos being one of the admins. I don't think we really see him racing too much anymore or even playing the game too much anymore. Um, Prob, Probs IRL, you mentioned. Uh, I, I've seen them on Twitch, and I, I've actually never seen them play Rando. Like, at least this Rando. So I'm assuming that was, like, a long time ago or something. Like that was like early on and maybe they've moved on to doing other things.
1: Yeah, um they uh they don't play Rando anymore. Um and I still uh just sub to him, uh basically just for his emotes and I've been doing it for like 5 years now and I let him know every month that I don't care about his content. I'm just there for the emotes, but he did <laughs> used to uh play a lot and he was just really fun to watch and uh he played in he's he's German too so I just watch him in the morning, see what he was up to.
0: I've seen him streaming recently. I've actually seen him streaming like Majora's Mask Rando, and that seems like a whole. Oh, you actually mess. watch
1: him? Oh, <laughs>
0: uh, only once or twice. So, uh, I, I, every time I've seen it, it's usually like Isaac if he's in my suggested feed. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> also, back in the old days, this is this is what we had you on the podcast for before my time. Oh, so oh, you yeah. and I'm assuming. <laughs> Some of your friends, I'm not sure like you can correct me if I'm wrong on that, were kind of like the Wild West bounty hunters uh, on tracking down cheaters, like in a very, almost in like an open manner, I think, back in the olden days. Am, am, am I correct in saying that or is that is that mislabeling?
1: You know, I mean. I'm, I'm I'm trying to to find a way to skirt around the words a little bit here, but I, I would say that it's uh that's pretty correct and open in the sense of like uh, basically just knowing that they existed. I would say that was probably what was construed as uh, being open about it back then um <laughs> the, a little bit of a different environment on that as well but yeah i, I can go into that if you want i i know exactly oh, what
0: to say i mean we don't have to go through a full cheating investigation because if, if no, we no, need no, to no we'll no re-
1: and, and this is good because i have some questions i wanted to ask you and about these things you've been skipping lately
0: oh okay all right <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, let's go for it <laughs> no 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 um
1: so yeah i told you i liked the insurance shuffle um I also really wanted to get restreamed back then because I thought that was like the coolest thing ever. And like I was doing man, I did tracking, you know, commentary, all that. I was I was all in, man. I wanted to I wanted to be a part of the work. So I really liked uh, the idea of it. Um, I needed a tournament to show up, though, and there were no new tournaments. And I think I just joined like right when that big tournament had ended. So, you know, it takes a while before stuff gets up. And there were not nearly as many pickup tournaments um, like there are now. You know, they were right. a dime a dozen. An entrance shuffle tournament started, and I was like, hey, this is my chance. Join that. I got hedged into entrance yet again. <laughs> it was kind of interesting how that worked out. <laughs> and so, yeah, we played in that entrance shuffle. And then, uh, you know, just a quick side note about that one. Um, the organizer of that entrance shuffle tournament wanted to make sure all the matches were interesting. And so they handpicked seeds that had super long item chains in them. Okay. Uh, so I was also born and grafted in seeds that were basically absolute hell. <laughs> and and so it was, was, this, no, was
0: this proven, like admitted to? It or is was this like proven an assumption? and
1: it was admitted to. Yeah, it was. Oh, my God. We uh, had the uh, assumption of it probably around halfway into the tournament. And like, again, we're all still like really new. We're still looking at stuff with baby eyes. And entrance is also brand new, too. So it's kind of like maybe this is how seeds were going, but then when we play, you know, these seeds on the side and then we play these tournament seeds and we're like, man, this is, uh, this is really something. Yeah.
0: I right. think the match
1: I lost in I was doing vitreous with five hearts and a hammer in a entrance mode that I guess wasn't quite as res- restrictive, but I mean, it was, uh, there was, there was some really wild seeds there. They were really fun. Uh, man, you could ask Korick about it one day, but I played him too. And me and him had quite a battle and he was, Struggling to figure out where money was in that seed. <laughs> but again, to, to reiterate, like a lot of stuff was new back then. Um, I, I, I can remember like a, a groundbreaking tech that I remember like learning and seeing for the first time and seeing people being like, oh, you can do that. Um, but if I tell you this now, everyone's going to be like, yeah, like who didn't know that? Um, fake flippering to Hobo was very common. Fake right. flippering back. No one did it because no one knew.
0: No one knew how. Yeah, I guess yeah they didn't wow. know it could be done. at least I, used to think that's I, was how hot I remember when it. I learned that. Yeah. so this was back I guess when execution could carry you a lot further, right?
1: Yes, yes. Um, man, I, I don't know. I feel like I would have to go back and watch some of them. it's It's even really hard to watch them just because you know the the routing tendencies, the meta, everything is just so wildly different now than it was before. I mean, I mean, even the item placements too. you know, there was some known stuff that like Aguina, like never had progression. Then they changed that. I, I have no idea. There was a lot of stuff going on.
0: <laughs> Man, Aguina never having progression. That would be, I think a lot of people would enjoy that nowadays. Cause that way you just don't <laughs> ever have to worry about it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, so how did you fare in that, that entrance tournament? I'm assuming that was like a late 2017 tourney.
1: What did I get? Maybe like fifth or something. Ninth. I don't remember. Um, it was double elimination. I remember I lost to Zarbi, the uh, lovely first creator of Animizer, Uh, because okay. I forgot that there was an item on Pyramid. Didn't know that was a thing for that. <laughs> oh, no. And then I lost to Amazing uh, Amferos, uh just by uh, a couple of minutes. But I mean, he was the front runner, the favorite to win the whole tournament uh, because he was kind of the one that invented entrance at the time. You know, he knew all the ins and outs. We were uh, still piecing everything together. Sure. Yeah, Jim did eventually end up winning this tournament, but um, I bring this up because this tournament is a uh, a key moment in uh, <laughs> the uh, creation of uh, the the bounty hunters, so to speak. Of what you say, okay. Um, so there was an individual in that tournament um, who did end up eventually getting uh, removed for cheating, but it wasn't. Well, he got. Oh, oh, I gotta. There's a lot of timeline here. Okay, so anyways. We were suspicious about somebody and we kind of got together and we talked about it uh, because like everyone kind of knew, but no one was really saying anything to each other. And eventually, like uh, we just formed a a group DM and we just talked about it and we went over the stuff that we've seen and like the matches and stuff. And um, we all had different perspective and it was like, yeah, you know, it is a little suspicious that like they kind of just run around and they do nothing and then they stop. And they pull up their pause screen for um, upwards of like three to five minutes. And then all of a sudden they go to where all the items are. But the thing is, though, is back then that that didn't necessarily look as suspicious, so to speak, because we were playing entrance. That's brand new Everyone
0: was lost anyway.
1: Yeah, everybody was new and lost. So it kind of fit in. But I mean, like he was um, he did it. Very consistently. It was like, all right. uh He put on the pause menu, and then it was like, power hour, baby. Like, that dude just cruised.
0: Interesting. <laughs> but
1: but te- <laughs> technically, he didn't. Um, he did get removed from the entrance tournament, but that's not necessarily where he got caught from cheating, so to speak. Okay. By the entrance tur- tournament, I think, started to overlap with the next main tournament. I, I hope I'm this remembering this correctly. A, I'm a, I'm a maybe grandpa. Maybe this is so. the
0: 512 512 Swiss?
1: Oh, I think so. I think this was it. Boy, yeah, it was a long time ago. No, I don't think it was the 512 Swiss. No, 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 no.
0: It was. This is even before that. The, the Key Sanity Tournament, maybe. I think it's before that. Oh, wow. Okay, so even before that. This, yeah. is, this is still late 2017 then, I guess.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, uh, yeah, I, th- I think that's right. Unless I'm misremembering like a niche tournament. But no, I think there was one before the 512. I think the 512 was maybe the third one. Okay. Um, but yeah, anyways, we're, we were doing that. And um, at this point, we had uh, voiced our concerns to um, administrators about it, you know, privately, appropriately. No one was, uh, you know, no one was doing nothing crazy. And another caveat to that is uh, I was the one who voiced the concern. There was kind of like a uh, like let's draw straws of who's going to be the one to finally be the one to say something. Foraim could not do it because he was playing the guy and we thought that that would be kind of rude
0: <laughs> okay
1: uh and then it was like i guess between like me jim or Korek, and i was like you know what i'll do it it's fine and then um i kind of stuck with that role being the one to i guess compile all the information and to uh you know shove it through the administrator's way but uh yeah for had a match Against him. And I guess the admins were watching and maybe they had done something uh, to the seed itself to maybe set some false flags in there or whatnot. I have no idea if that was a thing or not. Uh, That was all like kind of like hush hush. But then someone would, you know, leak a little tidbit of information to me, but then it never really made sense. Uh, So, you know, take everything you hear with a grain of salt. But uh, even though it's funny, even though he lost that race because Farim just completely moded him through GT and passed him, even though this dude skipped like everything, uh, they did determine that he was cheating and they had uh, removed him.:
0: Oh wow, okay. Well, I mean, at least like the good came out of that, right? Mm-hmm. Like. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, so that, that's kind of why I, I kind of described you as like a chaotic good, because I think a lot of times, things you do, even even to this day, are overall positive for the community as a whole. I think a lot of people maybe do not like the way you go about it. Uh, uh, I think, I don't, know that, <laughs> I don't know if that's the grandpa old age, uh, you know? Um, but yeah, it did, did, and I, I won't make you have to say anything on that if you don't want to. Um, no, I mean
1: I agree with you 100 percent too. I'm not uh, hiding behind that. I can be a little abrasive and direct sometimes.
0: Yeah, I, I think that's that's a, a trait a lot of people honestly have. Uh, but a lot of people also try to cover it. You know, we always want to sugarcoat things. You know, I, I mm-hmm. don't like people coming at me and telling me how stupid I am when I know for a fact that I am stupid when it comes to certain things. Of course. So when it's direct. Um, yeah. did this kind of you were on the first and part of the second term of the council like did you doing this whole like cheating investigation type stuff is that one of the things that kind of sparked your like yeah sure i'll apply to this because i want to be a good force you know maybe i might have a better uh tie into that actually okay uh it is another story though uh so let let all right, you know, sure.
1: Let's lay it yeah, on me. Let grandpa get in his rocking chair. I got another one to tell you.
0: All right. Grab uh, a an beer or something and and crack <laughs> it open.
1: <laughs> and this might explain a little bit, too, of uh, kind of where why things went maybe a little bit more negative towards me about, like, my perception in the community and whatnot. A lot of this ties into, uh, you know, the uh, the Smoke and solsky video.
0: Right. Uh, Which was th- That was mentioned way back on Go Mode, like, okay. when you were on the first time. Uh, I can just briefly just explain about that. But, um,
1: I was literally just, uh, I was streaming uh, late at night and I got done with my stream and someone came into my channel and said, Hey, did you watch this match yet? And I was like, what match this match? I kind of knew a little bit about it, but I hadn't seen it. And I said, you know what? I'll watch it on stream. And, um, (laughs) I just watched it and I, I gave my honest opinion of what my eyes were seeing in front of me. And, uh, you know, me and, uh, the, uh, the viewers that were watching kind of had a good time with it. Um, that video circulated, uh, very quickly in the community. <laughs> Everyone had seen it. Um, you know, a lot of people were messaging me, asking me or telling me like, yeah, we always knew and stuff like that. Um, yada, yada. Um, uh, you know, some people telling me that I shouldn't be calling people cheaters, um, as well. And I'm just kind of like, well, I mean, <laughs> uh, is, uh, did you watch the full video or just the part where I called him a cheater? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um,
0: fair. Yeah. The, the video is pretty telling. We'll, we'll make sure we have a link to that again. Uh, cause cause your review of it is spot on, uh, as well as pretty comical too, I think. And the, the worst part about it is, he had
1: been reported on three of his other races prior to that, that had stuff that was um, pretty bad in it as well. Um, But I did not do the research on those. I don't necessarily remember what they all were specifically off the top of my head. Sure. But uh, you know, nothing like the, the thing Solsky meme, the hammer coming out of Zora, like that one hit really hard. Like that meme itself like was, basically two words that just kind of really summed up uh, everything and how everyone was feeling about that situation. (laughs) And um, I mean, we were all still participating in that tournament too. So like rightfully we were really like upset that this was still a thing and it was still ongoing. And then like, it was like, Hey, this is, this guy's bad, man. You got to do something. Hey, he keeps doing it again. Hey man, he keeps doing it. And then it was just like, you know, the, the crown jewel of like uh, evidence, like right in front of you. And it was like, I mean, what what were we supposed to think? It was like, yeah, we told you. So, yeah, that happened. And, like, uh, you know, that got all sent. And he actually never got banned or removed, so to speak, from that tournament. He left on his own accord, um, to my knowledge. Like, uh, the the timing obviously was a a little suspect. Um, And I don't know if there was any back talks about that because, like, I wasn't on the council at that time. I had no connections to the uh, admins. Honestly, I felt like they were probably more annoyed with us because we kept saying like, hey, you know, these people are up to no good. And um, what that basically puts on their plate is like, oh, okay, you're telling me I have to go watch up all of these VODs and make a distinction. And like uh, you, you're you're putting me, you know, uh, all the pressure on me because I have to be the one that's making the decision and making those decisions are really hard, too. It's not an easy job.
0: Oh, yeah, it's definitely not. I mean, you've been a part of that with counsel like mm-hmm. officially yeah and i mean i have as well i mean we, we both have so um uh, i think with, with you it's been it, it was even harder i think because you know you had to deal with someone that you know at one point i think you even called like a friend you know and yes. when a lot it's hard to do, harder to do that i think and stay one impartial and two and like honest in, in a way you know that's that's kind of why like there's there's like bylaws for the council now where they could say i'm gonna abstain and not vote and my vote just doesn't count mm-hmm. yeah
1: yeah There's was actually um, uh, two friends that uh i took out during the council and both of those situations were very hard uh, and I, yeah. when i say i took out i don't mean it that way i meant that to uh two friends that um had to do with i I, uh, I i say i i don't mean i i actually was uh I shared all of the information I could in like a very objective form, mostly like, uh, you know, just anything I knew that was objective. And I did not. Uh, I left all of my personal opinions out of it, so to speak, because, again, uh, bias is really tough on that one.
0: Yeah, for sure. And yeah, no, no, I don't think anyone's going to say, well, Axe, the one who banned these people like yeah, it's, yeah. it's a group. It's a group decision. And in the end, like their own actions are the ones that it took them out. So yeah. that's so the, the smoke situation, the the entrance situation that is those are things that kind of led to you getting onto council or applying to be on council at the mm, time.
1: No. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all, all right.
1: Uh, th- those were the situations that um, led me to briefly uh, getting banned from the main tournament. Oh, OK. <laughs> so a little bit different. So that it all went down. Um the meme itself circulated, uh, everything got spread in the community. Um, someone had even made a, uh, a nice little shirt graphic, a thanks Solsky shirt, which I purchased because, again, I thought it was hilarious. Uh, but that, 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 you know, that meme had taken root. Mm-hmm. We can fast forward. I was doing commentary, uh, you know, for it was Jim and uh, Probs, uh, Probs IRL. And I mean, this was when everything was just so fresh. And of course I'm doing commentary with my buddy files and we're just hamming it up, having a good time. And lo and behold, uh, Jim goes and checks Zora. Uh, he spits out a hammer. I mean, what are we supposed to do? (laughs) (laughs) I, uh, I, I said the, the, the quietest and most faint. Thanks, Solsky. I mean, uh, it, it was the lowest decibel uh, I was during that whole entire stream. But I mean, I just had—I couldn't help myself, man.
0: Um, <laughs> so are, are you saying that is what got you banned briefly? Yes. Um. Okay. All Maybe right. yeah, I, I missed
1: a step here. Okay. So when all this, uh, all the, uh, when I sent that video, when that video got made and that video got circulated, I actually got a uh, a DM from the current admins at the time. And they were telling me I need to knock it off. I need to stop all of this uh, cheat accusation. I need to take down that shirt design, Um, which I didn't make. So I was like, brother, what do you want me to do? Um, (laughs) That's going to be hard for you to take down. Yeah. And it was, it was a very like just direct, like no questions asked, like fingers pointing. If you don't stop, you are done. And I did, not necessarily respond in kind too. I was like, "Are you guys insane? Someone's cheating, and you're doing nothing, and then you're blaming the persons who are trying to help you." Like that was my response. There was no, uh, there was no concessions made by either of us at that point, and you know that didn't help my case at all. But uh, that was definitely how things went down. Sure. So then, fast forward a couple of days, I said thanks, Solsky, and then I got another DM from a separate admin, uh, admin saying. Hey, you had your final warning. You're still doing it. You're done. Actually, okay, hold on. There's a, there's a missing step here. Boy, I didn't do this timeline well. Oh, man. So, okay, that happened. I said, thanks, Solsky. All right, so first conversation from admins. I said, thanks, Solsky on commentary. Next thing that happened, I was messaged by an anonymous source, which everyone has been dying to know who it was. I'll never tell, and no one will ever guess it, so it's amazing. They had let me know that I had been shadow banned from ever doing commentary ever again. Like I was done. Okay. That, was, that was it for me. Uh, me being uh, the very, um, you know, not hot headed, very cool tempered, uh, using my wor- thinking about before I speak. Um, as soon as I read that, I immediately went onto the uh, commentary channel uh, of the uh, the main tournament, and I said, uh, "You can at least remove me from the server if you're going to ban me. Like there's no point in me being here." Um, and that's exactly what they did.
0: <laughs> oh, okay. So, so you basically called their hand and they, they, they showed it. Yeah yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah. I didn't want anything to, you know, be behind the curtains on that one. So to speak, I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't done publicly. It was still done in the commentary channel, but I thought getting shadow banned for that was a little, uh, over the top, so to speak, especially if I wouldn't have known, I basically would have just been signing up for matches and never been getting picked and i would have been like, Hey, well, what's going on guys? I'm like, man,
0: I'm a suck at commentary. Yeah,
1: you know, that would really hurt my feelings. Uh, and then that's when I had the conversation with the second admin, basically saying like, uh, that's where they let me know the reason they did it is because I had, you know, my final, that was, that was your final warning. We told you not to, you know, be accusing people of cheating and you whispered, thanks Solsky, on a stream. So, you know, we warned you. And uh, I, and they also brought up the shirt design again, saying I never took it down. <laughs> And I'm like, mm. I can't.
0: <laughs> and also, it's if I could, yours. I wouldn't,
1: but I still can't. Uh, so that that was kind of like uh, a bad uh, bridge burning moment for me. And a lot of those bridges uh, have still not healed themselves, so to speak, even with uh, everything on the table. Um, but yeah, to tie this back into the race council, this is where it all comes in. I knew I was getting there. I hope you're still awake. I'm awake. I'm awake. They they knew that there we knew that there was a lot of tension going on between all the parties, so to speak. And I don't man, I have no idea how this all got organized. But me, Jim, Korek, and Farame had a group conversation with Christos, Vitor, JC, and Willard J. Bradley. And this whole entire conversation was put together to clear the air amongst both parties. Okay. And I was beyond nervous going into that because I'm like, what else am I going to say to these guys? Um, I had been d- doing most of the uh, the talking for, I guess, the group, uh, you know, in conversation. And so we all uh, get a time set. We do that uh, group DM on Discord. And like, I could never have been more proud of my boys. Um, I didn't say hardly anything in that conversation. When I joined the call, all three of them just had the the best and most perfect words uh, picked out and just explained the point, explained like why they thought how everything was going down was really wrong. And uh, everything kind of worked itself out into a concession. And it even was briefly mentioned in this conversation, like, hey, why are you guys villainizing us? Why don't we just work with you? Because you don't want to look at all the VODs. We're already doing that for you. Like, why can't we all just help each other out here? And sure. I don't I, I don't want to be so uh, grandiose in saying, like, that was kind of how the race council was formed. But I do think that uh, those ideas kind of did help stir the idea of getting something like that going.
0: Yeah, I could I could see that being some of that, because I know in hearing, you know, on the 216 podcast with sinac him mentioning Christos coming to him with the idea of a racing council because of things that have been transpiring. You know, you saying Christos was in that meeting with you guys, you know, I'm not going to say I'm not going to give you credit. Ac. I'm not going to say you guys did this.
1: But- was It was Coric's idea, It wasn't mine.
0: OK, well, I'm not going to give correct credit either, but because I don't want to blame him. But I think I think it did get the ball rolling. I mm-hmm. think that's really and I think that's good because, like, you know, we see now like a lot of the admins are doing like some development. You know, V32 will come out sometime before 2040, uh, as we like to meme about. But <laughs> oh. um, for what link, uh, maybe this one, but <laughs> Okay. maybe uh, late to the past brando, but. Uh, The point is, is like, you know, everyone goes through phases of racing. I think with this, like they come in then they come out or go out and but they're still involved with the game, maybe in some capacity. So, you know, you can't always expect the admins to of of just the main turn or the main discord for the the game or the, the ROM hack. You can't expect them to always do it. So like having fresh faces, having people who are trying to stay active in the community, in the racing scene, I think is good. So, you know, you guys you guys may have sparked a really good thing, I think.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, I think so too. And like, um, I mean, just as a result of it, uh, it's a different environment now. And like you are able to, you know, submit an appeal so to speak and not, uh, basically feel like, I guess, ignored whatnot. And I mean, you can, it's, it's definitely a different environment. You're not ignored. You're not immediately ostracized. Like, uh, it, uh, it has definitely grown so much. It's, It's weird thinking about how things were back then based on what they are now. It it makes back then feel like almost surreal, so to speak. Like, wait, that's really how it was? But um, it is definitely much better,
0: much better now. So switching gears a little bit here. uh, I know that you do enjoy gaming outside of randomizer. So you've actually got this on your Twitch channel and that's that's where I, exactly where I got it from. Oh, but no. <laughs> I'm so scared. But in 2020, during COVID, you did a gaming marathon oh on your own channel God. and you yeah. raised over seven hundred dollars for COVID relief funds. Yes. So tell me tell me a little bit about that. Like tell me tell me what sparked your interest in in wanting to do that.
1: So I was not working at the time because uh, of the state of the world. And, um, I really just wanted to do something to help. And my, um, job itself, they, uh, our union and whatnot was working and they were doing a lot of food drives and stuff. I was always seeing them and a lot of the workers were doing that and they were accepting donations. And that was kind of where I got the idea. Cause I, at least I knew somewhere, um, safe that I could bring the money to. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I did all of that. And I mean, that was like, man, that was, that might be like one of my top gaming moments ever because i wasn't really expecting too much and like i i didn't want to have expectations you know you know if it was 50 cents i raised or you know whatever amount like it didn't matter to me uh, it, everything was going to them there was no you know it, it was all good but i i wanted to make it fun and like i had set the you know goals and incentives like if i make x amount of dollar i'll do whatnot and i was really scratching my brain at what i could do And what blew me away is I had all these goals set and, you know, everything attached to it. And I met every single one of them on the first day. And then I was like, oh, no, this is amazing. (laughs) But
0: crap, what do I do now? Got to set more goals.
1: Yeah. Um, But, yeah, that was a a, a really, really fun time. And, like, um, I did a lot of stuff, too, that, like, I never thought um, I would ever do in my entire life. Uh, One, beating Parallel Worlds. Didn't think that was ever going to happen, but we took care of that
0: okay um, <laughs> I still have never done that and I don't know if I want to <laughs> uh,
1: this is definitely
0: something um,
1: you know I, I did those uh, those ice rod hunts and every time I got the ice rod I incremented the speed of the game by uh, you know 0. .5 or something like that where uh, it was to the point where it was like basically impossible like not even just to kill trinex but like to get into TR like man opening uh, hitting those pegs on like 6 speed <laughs> like it's not an easy
0: thing to do <laughs> so I, I'm sure <laughs>
1: But yeah, those those a lot of stuff I did. Like, oh man, I can barely remember um, all of it. But yeah, that that was something I did. That was a really good time. I know you were also a donator as well. So thank you um, again.
0: I was. I I'm, I'm, I'm maybe I'm, I'm bad here. I don't remember, but I, I do remember being in there. But I don't remember being a donator.
1: I, I'm pretty sure you did. If not, just take credit for it.
0: All right. We're on the air. You I, can do it. I did it. Yeah, sure. I now. did it. <laughs> Yeah, I thought that was like something really interesting because, you know, the 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 big abrasive man in, in Discord with the, the 216 logo, uh, you know, <laughs> does something does something as amazing as uh as raising money for, you know, people during the COVID times, which I think is really awesome. Yeah. So I, I have to ask this too, because this is something that those who are in the mystery tournament uh have seen this in some way, shape, or form. There was one match in that tournament's history that sticks out but your love of la mulana (laughs) oh no that that was a dark time for me uh well yeah i mean what was your experience with with that game and that series
1: (laughs) oh no i don't want to talk about this um no, I can talk. I mean, about if,
0: it. if you don't want to talk about it, I'll cut it out. But <laughs> so,
1: no, 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 it's fine. It, I mean, we were just playing a tournament and like the mystery tournament. The uh, It's got we got those dumb ass pog champ settings that, you know, we're I'm letting these people make whenever they win. Everyone thinks whenever they win the pog championship and they get to make the settings that they, they somehow have to one up the other guy and make the settings even more ridiculous than the other. And like <laughs> this does not need to happen. It does not need to work this way. You can make just a slight little tweak and be like, yeah, these are good, but we could just, you know, maybe wait it a little this way or not this way rather than having like these uh, like grand master plan of just like ultimate, like just stupidities. But I mean, what what am I supposed to do? Anyways, like this is not me, you know, helping run that tournament being extremely frustrated. I promise it's uh, this is a different event. Um this is yeah, the player event, yeah. Since it's you know, there's a little meme associated with it. Um, I was playing Kyung, and me and Kyung both were hitting up the Lamulana randomizer um, pretty hard back then. And um, he was much better at that game than I am. He's like still is much better, but like I was like, oh man, what if me and him just like pretended to play each other? And like everyone was watching the matches too, for the most part. Like uh, especially towards the end, we. Mm-hmm. Pretended to set up a normal match, but then we played a Lamulana randomizer match instead, and we were going to make it official. Because like we can, like, whatever. It's me, it's him, who cares? <laughs> we're stupid.
0: And so sure. we did
1: that, and everyone's like, what's going on? Um, I played out of my mind. I was playing the best I've ever played, but this Lamulana randomizer was also new. I broke the game in a way where I could not finish it. I've got, you get to the very end, but if you don't so do you something soft-locked. a certain way, I, I, yeah, but I, the only way to fix it is to reset the whole game. And this was at uh, oh. three hours and 30 minutes. <laughs> so I quit. <laughs> oh no. And I was so mad <laughs> and I think I'm still like a little bitter about it. Uh, but, uh, yeah, that
0: was your one chance. Yeah. And I was, uh,
1: I was very much doing very well in the race. Uh, I mean, I was. I mean like literally if I had done the one thing I needed to do, I would have won within 30 seconds. Like, cause I was just at the end, but it just gets to the point where like, if you didn't do this one thing, you get to the end. It's like, nope, you're not allowed to finish the game's over. Yeah. Very fun. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So that's, that's where that meme came from. And that's why we now have a rule that says no, La Mulana 2 randomizers um, are allowed to be played in the pot <laughs> championship. And I think most of it was because of like how, uh, over the top and irrational I was because I was, I was so upset because I practiced so hard and then I
0: just ended up screwing myself. <laughs> <laughs> So did you, uh, I mean, besides that, do you, do you participate in anything with that game? Like, do you still play that at all? Or? No, no,
1: no, no. I, um, okay. no. It, it's fun to play, and, like, I love the music and all of that, but uh, it's kind of like my history with Zooter. Um, I do like playing Zooter as well, but I will never learn or never grow in that game because they're too long to watch other people play.
0: So, therefore, I'm stuck in my uh, ways of ignorance. I kind of I, I feel relatable with that just because... When when Zooter came out, I remember watching someone play like the beginning of a seed and then I went to work and then I came home and they were still playing the same seed. And I was like, how would you do a tournament for this? Like you'd have to take a full week off of work just to yeah. <laughs> just to do it. Uh, obviously, the, that, that community's grown since then. But I, the beginning of it was just chaos. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, there's a lot to learn in it, too, and just overall, like, uh, man, movement, execution, and everything. Like, it is a plethora. And then just reading logic, knowing all the the ins and outs, the tricks, and doing everything. Then playing, you know, a Nintendo 64 game on an Xbox 360 controller. You know, that's also a very interesting uh, expedition as well, (laughs) so... But I I, I thought it was very fun to play. But my competitive nature, unfortunately, uh, keeps me out of it because I get mad that I don't do good. But then also I'm too lazy to learn. So I have to make a concession somewhere.
0: Sure. So so with like, you know, you mentioned Zooter. You know, I brought up La Mulana. You you know, there's a lot of of gaming history. Like Herf has mentioned this to me uh, that I had to ask about you being a potato farmer. (laughs) (laughs) I have no idea what that means, but he told me I had to do it. So I'm doing it.
1: We're doing the current memes. Yeah, I play a lot of um, indie games. I mean, like uh, that was kind of my thing, man. I just look on Steam. I'm like, dude, this game's got an interesting picture under. It's five bucks, dude. Snag it. Let's play it. Okay. But uh, I, I do have a little bit of a uh, this, this is a, it's an addiction, man, and it's a problem, and I should probably seek help. But I do love idler games. Uh, you know, where they basically just run in the background. And they give you idle. Pr- you watch a number get bigger, and for some reason, it's the most fascinating thing ever. It's disgusting. But like cookie yeah. clicker yeah exactly it's exactly like cookie clicker but like this one's really fun okay trust me on this one alright alright um, and yeah I've been playing a lot of that um, as of recently and so okay. is correct too call him out on that as well he made the race council he, play, he farms potatoes too he does both of those has, has he done an interview on your show yet?
0: no not yet he's next <laughs> oh, okay alright <laughs> we'll have to see if we get correct on at some point <laughs> see see if these stories line up there's any credibility to oh them. it's gonna
1: be awful because i mean uh this was also a long time ago and then maybe i uh
0: you know oh i, I, I know
1: the we're way not gonna
0: we're not gonna we're not gonna hold you to that somebody might but it won't be us okay uh so so tell me tell me like you said you played a lot of indie games tell me Tell me your history, I guess. Like let, let's go back to to We Young at The Boker. Like what was what was your do you remember your first experience with gaming? Like, do you remember what sucked you into I really like playing video games? I mean, I
1: always had them when I grew up. My parents loved them. I mean, my you know my mom and my dad, they both beat the original Zelda and the original Metroid. You know? I'm like, dang. Okay. Especially with, like, the fact that they can't even operate, like, an iPhone now. I always wonder, like, how the hell did you do that? <laughs> but, I mean... I mean, that's that's impressive really. Zelda that, 1 are hard. Yeah, those games are hard as hell. And somehow, you know, they did it. And now it's like, you know, they're like, dude, how do I, you know, open <laughs> my garage door? Uh, can you help me? It's, it's crazy how uh, things have changed. But I, I've always had games in my house. Um, I remember, like, one I played a lot growing up. I played uh, I played a ton of Super Metroid I did play a little bit of a link to the past um, growing up as well, and then I got sucked into RTSs. Man, StarCraft, StarCraft Two, II, Warcraft Three. Oh, I have hours and hours and hours on those.
0: Like that—that
1: okay. that eleven 11 year old me playing uh, StarCraft. Man,
0: Ugh. this is StarCraft One, not StarCraft Two.
1: Yeah, StarCraft One. Because I know StarCraft
0: I, Two is the one I hear the most, like the most stories about.
1: I think I probably have more hours in StarCraft One maybe and now that i think about it but then again i also like had to go to school and stuff whereas starcraft 2 i had a little bit less responsibility uh i don't know gotcha. but i have played both of them i played the both a lot i love the rts genre and that's kind of like where i ended up spending most of my time on a computer
0: so um i, I guess like I'm, I'm curious like was was rando when you got into that you know kind of circling back to the beginning almost but was that more of, like, you liked the Link to the Past? Like, did you have a lot of experience with that as a kid? Like, all the Zelda games, Nintendo, stuff like that growing up? Or was it just the randomizer is kind of what brought you into experience Linked Link to the Past? Oh, no,
1: I'll be 100% honest. Uh, you know, a little makes me feel a little guilty saying it. I loved the randomizer, and I wanted to be restreamed. I wanted to be restreamed so bad. I thought it was the coolest thing. I thought I would be a superstar, man. I thought I would be like, uh, oh, man. You thought you'd made it. Yeah, yeah, they're like, wow, look at this guy, look at him play, look how cool it is, you know? Um, I was very interested in the prospect of doing that. I was very interested in the prospect of commentary. The game itself was almost, like, negligible to me. But I think A Link to the Past is great for it because I think it is, like, one of the most beginner-friendly randomizers out of, like, all of them
0: that I've played. Yeah, I would agree to that it's just it's a lot more accessible yeah
1: and i mean that's just like to get into it to play it and stuff um i I would say like if you just watch it and you're like yeah i want to go in and i want to beat everybody like you're you're probably going to have to do a little legwork before you get to that level (laughs) but like going in and playing like just it feels good like it it's it doesn't just feel like so like bad i guess i didn't it didn't feel as overwhelming i don't know Maybe it was because I just got so into those tournaments, too. But, like, I mean, I kind of almost for the most part knew, like, where the stuff was. And, you know, there was some, like, uh you know, hitches here and there. But, I mean, I learned a lot of it without even playing it. And that, I think that was a really cool aspect of that randomizer.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um So with, with you know, talking about you wanting to do all that commentary, do all that tracking, become rando and twitch famous uh so to so to speak (laughs) mom i made it uh i don't know if you've listened to the other episodes but this is what i've been asking the first couple people who've been on here what is the most embarrassed you've been while playing randomizer Um, or or do you have a moment like that or have we already talked about that with like the way the way the 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 stuff handled was handled with the admins
1: no no, the those, that was a lot less embarrassment, more like, uh, that, that was rage inducing. I mean, I think like one of my, like fur uh, maybe my second or third race again, I was still very, very excited. Mm-hmm. Okay. I even thought of another story after this, but yeah, I was very excited, uh, to, to do another race, you know, I'm like, Oh, I, I was hooked, man. I mean, I played a lot of SRL races embarrassing fact number uh three i'm gonna do these in reverse order like i did my last story um
0: okay perfect
1: i have um i'm still like in the top 100 on time of hours played on srl like that's embarrassing to me because boy that's a lot of time um <laughs> but yeah then a embarrassing story number two um when i was playing that race i was so excited yeah uh, and you know like you got the 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 counter you know the, the the IRC chat it's ticking down you know and you gotta start your timer you know and then you reach over to grab your controller so timer ticks down one I hit you know start my timer da 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 and then I swing over to grab my controller and start playing the seed yo I knock a freaking giant glass of Dr Pepper all over my keyboard <laughs> and I'm like what do I do. <laughs>
0: Were you restreamed during this, or was this just your- This your, is just like, a plain old race, man. Oh, my
1: God. And I'm like, uh, well, should I clean this up now? And I'm like, nah, man. You got a race to play. <laughs> You're going to do good this time, you know? And so, like, that stuff's just dripping on my leg, and I'm opening, you know, Link's house. Oh, man, that was a good time. Um,
0: <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah.
1: And then, you know what, Uh, this is a very embarrassing story. I don't think I've actually ever shared this with anyone because it's just it's 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 just like bad taste. And like when you're new, maybe there's some things you just don't realize you should do or not do until like someone tells you or until someone does it to you and you realize like, wow, this is not good. Maybe I shouldn't do it. Um, Like one example is like if you are in a race and you beat someone, don't immediately go to their Twitch channel and say, "GG." how do you think the seat is as they're still racing? (laughs) Like, don't do that. But I, this is just a, uh, this is a bonus embarrassing moment, not uh, you know what, what I'm about to talk about. But, yeah, I did do that. And someone was like, yeah, you should probably never do that. And I'm like, you know what? Good point. Because now when people do it to me, I get really pissed off. <laughs> so, like, yeah, I, I was really dumb for doing that. Uh, number two, I was in a restream race, and I uh, did the scene. And then I watched it back a little bit later. And the commentator was like, I'm going to have to ask him why he did, like, X thing, you know? And mm-hmm. me, I took it, uh, to my, uh, I was like, Oh, you know what? I can just DM and tell them, uh, exactly what my mindset is. Uh, like four days later, you know, after the race had happened and I was like, you know what, maybe I shouldn't have done that. That probably didn't, uh, go out very well. Um, <laughs> and they did not respond back to me at all. So I was like, whoops. <laughs> And then, yeah, I realized like when someone's doing commentary and saying stuff like that, that's not a, uh, a cue for you to watch it back a couple of days later and then, you know, answer it as if it's real time. So a little embarrassing moment for me as well. you don't
0: get to participate in the Twitch chat with the commentators. Yeah, yeah it's a little uh, retroactively. Yeah,
1: yeah, I see. Yeah, <laughs> <So>. <laughs> that's
0: pretty good that that I, I those are probably some of the, the best examples. A, a little lighthearted as well, which is good. I mean, it's just dumb
1: because it's like so long ago and it's like, yeah, I realized how dumb I was. But like, man, I still feel like really dumb for doing it. I'm like, oh, that was really bad. <laughs> oh, whatever.
0: I think I think everybody has those like, man, oh, yeah. I was so new. I can't believe I did that. And and kind of like cringing back on themselves just a little yeah, bit. Yeah. So also um, I've I've been asking this, too. But do you have a favorite MSU pack that you like using uh, with randomizer?
1: Uh, Lana. Lana pack is incredible. And then also uh, the Final Fantasy eight pack made by um, the legendary Zelga Tazan Has he been on this show yet too?
0: No, he's not been on this show. <sighs> okay. I hear man. he's gonna I hear he's on he may be on another show. Uh, but <laughs> <laughs> the Zelda show?
1: Yeah Zelga Show. Oh dude I would watch that in a heartbeat. <laughs> uh, but yeah he made that MSU pack it's it's wonderful. I use that when I play my vanilla NMG um once
0: every uh three months. And in your vanilla NMG is, is different. Like, there's, there's ACK NMG. Oh, right.
1: right. It's the, the correct way to play it, where you start with boots, and you're able to do all of the glitches, and you can save and quit. So it's like playing a rando seed, but with music, and you get to go fast. And boots. It's actually really fun to route as well. I still don't know what the best route is. It's very it's hard to boots. get an accurate uh, response on that, because if you ask anyone who's really good at NMG, but you tell them what you're doing, they just scoff at you. <laughs>
0: We'll have to get Aerie on the case and see if, uh, he, he likes glitches and all. so.
1: Uh,
0: <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> oh, man. Well, Ak, thanks so much for, um, for taking the time to do this. I know uh, your schedule has been kind of hectic as of late, so I do appreciate you setting aside some time to, oh, to come man. and chat with me.
1: No, no, no. It was awesome. It was really fun. It's, it's fine. Everyone finally knows the truth now, Dainty.
0: They know the truth. Yeah.
1: Uh, About how we met at SGL. No one knew that.
0: Yeah, I, 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 I'll be honest, dude. I was like when when I was super intimidated to meet anybody at SGL. But when I found out, I was like, this is act the Boker. I'm like, dude, do not piss him off. <laughs> like whatever you do. I was like, he, he's scared. <laughs> like, I, that's that's literally like what went through my head. Like, not just because of what, like how you look, just because of your presence online. I was like, do not piss him off. <laughs>
1: This is a really funny thing for him to say, because um, basically, if you know, like uh, my side of the story, which is, you know, me and Dainty had uh, been running up. We had a very, very uh, fun, like uh, league head to head series um, with the league. And then we of SGL was like a little bit after that. And then I got to finally see what Dainty looked like in real life after not knowing anything about him at all. And then, um, yeah, I thought exactly the same thing. Uh, Oh, freaking crap. Don't piss this guy off, dude. It will freaking snap you like a dang cinnamon stick, man. <laughs> I don't want to mess with this guy.
0: Oh, man. But, yeah, I, I, dude, I, I was actually, like, super, super thrilled to meet you guys, like you and everybody else at SGL. I'm looking forward to doing it all again, hopefully. Hopefully this year in 2023. But, no, it was uh, definitely the pleasure is all mine. So thank
1: you for setting all this up for me. Oh, by the way, uh, I forgot to hit record on my uh, thing. Is that a problem? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Perfect. Perfect. All right. Well, thanks again, Ack. And uh, this has been Ak the Boker on the Go Mode podcast. I want to thank Ak one more time for coming in and being so open about all of his experiences, good and bad throughout the community over the last six years. This is going to kind of do it for our initial three episode run that I talked about. I think the feedback has been good so far. Let me know what you guys think. And if you guys want to see more of these, I've been having a blast doing them and I would like to continue them, but I do want to make sure it's something the community wants. And if it is, we'll keep it going. Just let me know what you think. Let Temp and Herf know as well. I know they're interested too, but for now that is going to do it for us today. Thanks for listening. Hope to see you guys next week. But let's go ahead and mirror out.